what we had talked about before is like i had never seen so much bush variety variety of, of bush, bush. <laughs> uh, this is the name of the the episode i've just <laughs> decided right now variety, okay, it's variety uh, also it would be a great book but uh yeah <laughs> welcome to los tacos <laughs> Welcome to the Raw Dog episode, everybody. Seems like we're raw dogging every week, Catherine. Hey! Hey-o. Uh, but uh, welcome to, to Los I'm Erin. And I'm Catherine. And this is the podcast where we're going to talk shit for 30 to 40 minutes, depending on how we edit this. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're two American girls living in Stockholm. Uh, who both lived in LA. I'm born and raised there. And Catherine lived there for five years. Five years. So today we want to get into something near and dear to our hearts, which okay. is bodies. Bodies. Naked bodies. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Did you hear my American sigh? Yeah. That was like uh, my, my Puritan sigh <laughs> just now. Oh, I'm not nudity. I mean, but in America, we have this like really fucked up relationship with nudity and sex in that it is everywhere and in everything, but we're ashamed about it. And we're constantly trying to like <sighs> counteract the like our shame that we feel about these things. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we were started by Puritans who were like, they were so crazy that literally the people in England were like, we give you a whole fucking new colony if you just get the fuck out. That's how annoying <laughs> these people were, right? <laughs> and so they came here and they were just like, nobody should show their bodies. And like, Jesus hates you if you touch yourself. And like, la la la. Uh, don't have sex out of marriage. And that yeah. shit is still with us in yeah. a lot of ways. Uh, we could talk about the time i first had sex and how that all came up for me oh yeah oh my god can, yeah i mean we, should we just get into that we can i mean we, we could but i just wanted to like you know i think it's amazing how sweden has kind of helped me accept mm. my body mm. uh when i was growing up i felt huge mm. like <laughs> did you hear that huge like huge <laughs> trump trump is so <laughs> like it's so deeply ew Anyway, I never um, want to hear a sentence about how deep Trump is in you. <laughs> Ew, I, feel, I oh, violated yeah. myself. <laughs> I violated like, I you again. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> fuck me, man. No, but just to say that's it. Like, it's just weird that there's like these trends and there's like this pressure where you feel so bad about yourself and also like you don't get to see women's bodies that much like outside of a oh, porn yeah, context yeah, right right yeah which yeah, is yeah. like the difference here because like we both have the experience of seeing like so much diversity and nudity when we came here in like a <laughs> yeah, non in yeah. a non-sexual break, break it down yeah there. like in break a non-sexual well, context because we were like we were talking about you know some other time in our friendship that you know I grew up in the locker rooms that women didn't get undressed in front of each mm -mm. other. They would go into a private stall and they would always have like a bikini. They, it, when I went into the sauna, women always had bikinis on or mm -hmm. they would like have towels on. 
and I was just completely unacquainted with seeing women's bodies and in LA even I I remember seeing it like a completely naked woman in LA and I remember thinking like how scandalous that was or like she must be a hippie or like someone who you know walking around the locker room naked how dare she you know and so then when we move here you know you walk in it's just there's two contexts everywhere where you see this the most it's like the sauna and like the bathhouse i mean also the gym as well uh like the bathhouse where you're gonna go to like the public pool and the rule there for people who haven't been or like new to this part of the world is that you have to take a shower before you keep get in the pool because it's how they keep it cleaner and when you take the shower you need to take it naked you can't take it with your swimsuit on Mm mm-hmm and you actually get this happened to me. Wait, yelled why at not? Because you're not really getting clean. Oh, you're not getting under the swimsuit. Yeah. And you're okay. putting the swimsuit on top of the dirty body. Oh. Right? So Okay. Yeah. And you will get yelled at by like old ladies. I it happened to me. They're like, Nay, you must have done. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I was just like, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, just like yeah, felt yeah, so yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh uh, and but also like what we had talked about before is like I had never seen so much bush variety variety of bush, bush. Uh, this is the name of the the episode i've just <laughs> decided right now variety, okay, it's variety uh, also it would be a great book but uh yeah <laughs> but it's actually about it's actually about the bush family <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah right right variety of bush and it's uh, the bush family no but uh and also of boobs because like when you just oh see it in God. a porn context there's a very specific like body type that they go for that's like usually heavy heavily augmented True. or like brazilian wax and whatever so i just didn't know that like all shapes and sizes and hanging and not hanging and per and nipples Col- yeah nipples were nipples like my, my baby up and go down and go in <laughs> and like you know it was i mean i i will say that like i nipples were the thing that was like one of the most shocking things like i realized like how little i'd seen nipples because yeah. men's nipples kind of more or less look the same yeah, you know they they're like the tiny yeah they yeah. don't have- they don't have the diversity of the nipple. And I remember just going like, wow, you know, everyone's boobs look so different. And I can yeah. just imagine myself like staring at It's freeing. Boobs. It's freeing because it it's is. like, okay, it's stupid that you do this. But of course, you like often compare yourself to other women. Like for me, I'm uh, heterosexual. So like in context of like, oh, what yeah. do men find attractive? And mm-hmm. it's like, for me... I just, you just don't know, like, am I normal? Is what I have beautiful? Yeah. And like, and also like vaginas. Like when I went to medical school, like I got to like do some like gynecological exams on real patients. Mm -hmm. And that was also hilarious because when you see older patients who've been uh, to the guy before, they're just like, get in there. And you're all like tentative. You're like, I'm so sorry. Do I have consent to like, you know, slowly push my fingers? Like, no, like you just got to get in there and get your job done. It's making it more weird or whatever. You're just like, wow, is that what they look like? (laughs) Like, I didn't know. Like, it's freeing. I think, you know, actually, this is really sad, but I think part of why I grew up with so much body shame, because my my mom was really kind to me. Mm. She told me that I had the perfect body. Mm. I'm beautiful the way I am. Don't ever let anybody my change my too. mind. But then my mom would judge other women um. and she would say, wow, that mm, she's really gained some weight there. I wonder if she blah, blah, blah. Or like, and then she would judge herself and say, I can't wear this mm. because of this. And I can't. And that teaches and you. It did. And mm. like, so I, I, I feel so bad about saying that because of course I don't even think she realizes that or like understands that it, that just watching her, 
bash herself and yep. other women was also a context for me to go like, oh, okay, like, so my eyes should never gain weight or like my mom won't be proud of me or like she's saying this thing but her actions are saying something else yeah Yeah. and like i remember feeling most self-conscious about my breasts because Mm. i had like i have a pretty like wide set hips and like a big butt Mm. and i've always had that but i don't have the top to match Mm. i mean now that I've gotten a little bigger, my boobs. <laughs> if you watch the video content of this, she's mo- she's massaging, massaging in her breasts Massaging my breasts right are a little bigger now. This is going on our OnlyFans. Yeah, it is. Woo! Podcast slash OnlyFans. I would love that. Sorry. Actually, like legit. I think we're on to something right <laughs> now. This something. is really good. But like, I and so I, I remember telling my mom, like, when I'm 18, I'm going to get my boobs done so that I have like a more a even figure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she and I didn't even think it was a big deal to say that. Because but you know, it's actually quite it's like a very, very common body type. I know. I, it's I pretty know. normal. Like that's yeah. the thing. And like my mom had said, to, because I have pretty much the same body type as my mom. Yeah. And she she would say, oh, my God, don't do that to your body. When I was 16, my mom did get a boob job. Uh-huh. Um, Again, where the actions aren't matching the words of what that she's telling actually you. set something off. I was 16, you know, so yeah. I like could barely wrap my head around that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my mom and I feel embarrassed not getting her consent on this, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's important that women kind of understand that we should be able to talk about these things and be open about it. I mean, you know, I have had plastic surgery, so I don't yeah. I can be open about that. I do, I do not. I feel like you have to talk about it to normalize a conversation. Because I think I I have very low judgment mm. on any body augmentation in general. Mm. Like, I think that how we feel in our own bodies is the most important thing. I think so. And I think it's why, why are you doing the thing you're doing? Like, yeah. is it for external reasons or like sort of internal reasons? And also, is it part of any sort of pattern where you're like trying to make to fix emotional problems by f- changing something physically, right? Sure. If you have like body dysmorphia. Yeah. But like when I got uh, plastic surgery, it was after after I had my daughter, mm-hmm. who's like three now, like I've always been really proud of my breast and I've always like pr- felt pretty confident in my body, mm-hmm. like no matter the size. Mm. But then when, after I got pregnant and gave birth, I went through the struggle of like not feeling like I owned my body, first of all, like, it felt very weird for me to be pregnant because like all these things are happening to you that you have no control over. And it's sort of like this other being is like running your body and weird fucking shit happens to you that we could talk about that on another podcast. But like, and and then after I was like left with like, like hanging skin and like my breast, which I've always loved and been so proud of like many a flasher flashing times in my life. Like my whole (laughs) teenage years are just like, look at my today. Um, so, and then I didn't love them anymore because they were just like empty. And like my husband was like, you know, you're beautiful. Like, you know, so supportive of all this. And I was like, I don't care. I mean, I care what you think, but I also don't like, I don't like, yeah. And I don't like feel that like, because I gave birth and brought this life into the world, I should have to like suffer with being unhappy with the way my body looks. Mm -hmm. I just want things to be back to the way they were. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have feelings about that, like mm-hmm. especially like from a feminist perspective, like you should like honor the changes that happen oh, to your yeah. body. Oh yeah, no, I've heard like, a lot, a lot. There's a lot, a lot of, of that, like yeah. shame through that lens, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, you know what? If that works for you, great. But I also know a lot of women who feel 
really bad and like they're robbed of their feeling of sexiness because these things you can't like change because you can't like work out and like mm-hmm. tighten the skin like it just it just hangs so i went and got like a like a muscle repair which was they like because you know it splits apart oh, your ab shit. muscles when you get oh. expand to get pregnant and so everyone has this to some extent and some worse than others and so they like tightened up the space between the abs they cut off the extra skin and then i got like a lift with implants and the most painful thing I've ever been through in my life. Like literally I questioned myself. Past childbirth? Like past, like worse than childbirth. What? Like because that is like an acute thing that's happening right then. But like oh, the pain is lasting all day. Yeah. Like the first week. Oh my God. You look at yourself. You're all swollen. You look like fucking Frankenstein. You're like, what Shit. have I done? Right. And like one thing I left out was part of the reason that was like the impetus of me doing this is like my dad died Mm. and like unexpectedly. And like when he died, I got some money and I was just like, you know what? Like carpe fucking diem. Like I do not know when I'm going to die and I don't want to go around living like less than the life I want to live. Yeah. If I can do something about it. And I also had gotten this money, which was almost like, not that it's blood money, but it's like money I didn't really want. I would rather have my dad back. Right. So like, let me just use it for this thing that I know will make me like very happy. And shout out to Dr. Anna at Aesthetica Institute. Oh, it was a woman? Yes. Oh, a woman surgeon. I feel like that's so she's amazing. Like, she's like a breast expert. I love her. I'm not getting I paid for this. I love when female doctors do plastic surgery. She's Have great. you seen the show, by the way, where like these two female yeah, doctors? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. They're good. And she's really good. And I really like her because she's like very conservative and not like she's like you come to her and she's like, I'm not going to do that fucking Instagram shit. Like I'm going to do like something like natural and reasonable for your body yeah you're not gonna come out here looking like a doll but anyway so after i got the surgery like it was like really terrible but then once it started to heal i was just like so proud like i'm telling you hot girl summer i did not wear a fucking bra all summer i just wear i just wear like little pasties because like my nipples were quite aggressive and like i feel (laughs) like yeah they are they're like constantly like hello yeah 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 and i just feel like you know people they sexualize it so much it's like these big boobs with like you know erect nipples so like i just cover those up and unless it's nighttime and then i don't (laughs) but i just think it made me feel confident about myself and not like i wanted to go change anything else so like i wanted to have sex more just because like i turned myself on mm-hmm. i looked at myself and i was like damn girl mm-hmm. what your name is you yeah know what yeah I mean? yes and i think that is where it's like a tool for good but if it's like oh i actually hate myself and i think that constantly changing something about my body is gonna fix this hole that i have then yeah. like that's not a good reason to I also like i i just want to encourage people to like drop the 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 whole uh how could you do that to yourself like and any because i i have had those thoughts like mm-hmm. um you know having judgment for plastic surgery having especially facial surgery yeah. where it's obvious uh and i started to really think about it and i was like you know i have maybe a dozen tattoos yeah i have done my eyebrows mm-hmm. like i Same. that was like actually the most prison day of my life when i got tattoos on my eyebrows i was like yeah like, shout out to <laughs> microblading the best thing ever oh my did. god brows by susan Yay! shout out she's, she's also the best. she's the best mm-hmm. um she's amazing and hard to get an appointment so book now um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also like you know i've got lots of piercings and I've also done really weird shit. Like mm-hmm. I've done like not vein removal, but like I have varicose veins. Yeah. So when they explode the and veins. Yes. Mm. Yes. And you know, so 
and and also like I think about you know men shaving every day or like women shave like we do so many things on a daily basis that are like in a way its own body mutilation so I think we got to just drop the fucking judgment and just let people do what they want and feel like what's good for them same I agree I I also think that you know sometimes there's a line that needs to be drawn occasionally just for people's like health mental health but I mean I think in that way it's like if that person is actually close to you and you need to have that talk you need to just push them to the appropriate mental and like medical professionals to help them through that telling them like what the fuck's wrong with you what are you doing to yourself is not really Mm -hmm. gonna help if you actually want to help if you don't just want to like vomit (laughs) out your judgment right yeah that's what we need to look at and like i think yeah that's what i don't like about especially from the feminist like mom perspective like how can you do that to yourself or you should be proud like i am proud to have brought the life into the world that i did and me changing this doesn't change anything, change anything about, about that about, yeah and also like i thought the whole thing that we've been fighting for is so i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah i i that's something that drives <laughs> me fucking nuts about modern feminism is the rules that we make up that we have to fit in now and i'm like but we did this for free so like, we don't you know it just like i love one one woman <laughs> i saw who i forgot who said it but she was just like hey women out there you don't have to be exceptional and i love that like we, i think we fought we fought for the fact to just be completely diverse and whatever we want to do we could be assholes we could be great we could be like really average human beings we could just be human beings who do whatever like let me also just like quick subject change like into the body thing that my swedish husband Mm. god bless him like i not in a religious context but in a a, thank god he exists like because he was the first relationship that i had that he was fully and still is so fully accepting of my body whatever phase that it's in same and that was life-changing for me like it it really did make a difference on my own mental state because you know for a while when we moved into a new apartment we didn't have a full-length mirror yeah so I was like trying to take pictures of myself in outfits and whatever but so I hadn't actually seen my body in a few months yeah. so, like I forgot what it looked like and my husband had been like you know pinching me and squeezing me in all the right places and he'd go "Ooh, baby and and I so I'm imagining like this insane body like yeah. I'm just like the sexiest bitch that's ever lived. And I remember when we got a mirror back, I like looked at myself and I was like, fuck, (laughs) I gained like 20 pounds. And am I, and he's like, yeah, but it's sexy and it's, it's so real. And I love uh, your body. And, Mm. and then I've also had phases where like, oh my God, I wish I was in this phase now where like one of my girlfriends was like, we're going to start weightlifting. And I started weightlifting two or three times a week and I got strong. Yeah. So I wasn't just like fit. Like I was like strong. getting a little it's, buff. I love that feeling. Yeah, me too. And and so when my body tightened up and I felt more muscular, yeah. he still was like, oh man, baby, you look so hot. Like, you know, and I'm just saying there there is something beautiful maybe about Swedish men having gone through so much extreme feminism. That it's, I mean, I will say, okay. I mean, I'm sure there's douchey Swedish dudes, by the way. Are, but, but, but I would say I think more, more people I've talked to have had closer to our experience because I know there's like a youth factor involved too. Like younger guys tend to be like more immature about these things. Mm-hmm. And like, but growing up in the States, especially like in LA and stuff like that, like I felt constantly criticized by my partners like i even had yeah, same a partner who was my boyfriend before my husband who was like a lead singer of a rock band mm-hmm. and he literally told me you better always be hotter than my groupies what in the fuck and like this is the person like you love and you're being like super vulnerable with who like tells you shit like this mm-hmm. and like i 
I didn't have the like bass in my voice. My like ovaries hadn't dropped and like where I could like push back. I just took that on and was like, yes, I need to make sure right. that I am beautiful because of course, if I'm not beautiful, he's gonna like cheat on me because that's the way it works with guys, right? Oh my God. And then don't even get me started too. I think where you see the proof is in the pudding with the Swedish feminism with the men is the pussy eating. Oh, oh. Right? When the first time I drunkenly hooked up with my husband when we had our one night stand, the first thing he did was get on his fucking knees and put in work. And I was like, is this Sweden? I love this Get down on it. Get down on it. Right? Just like in there. And like I had had so many experiences with American men who were there like, I don't eat pussy if it's not my girlfriend or like like it's some it's some sort of like special treat for only like the cleanest most wonderful perfect girl and like just once in a while but yet as soon as they meet you they're like I'm going to throat fuck you. Did did right? you <laughs> That's exactly the sound. <laughs> and by the way this is a special tip if you do fake that noise while you're giving they feel a, very they feel big. very big and it's, <laughs> and uh, you can leave that faster just knowing how much bookmark this episode <laughs> come back to more tips and tricks I, but i mean seriously though this the swedish girl. feminism is in the pussy eating. but wait didn't you also tell me that there is a guy once who was eating you out and he kept Bidding? Yes, like, my first boyfriend ever. Fuck? Even though I have heard, you know, to be a little bit more fair to him, I have talked to you guys. This was like my very first boyfriend. This is high school. I'm 16. He's like 17. I have talked to subsequently other guys about this, and they said that pussy is a taste you have to get used to. Oh my god! It is oh his my own god. taste. And yeah, so because it's like it's dick not a, is like yeah, you know, no, the no, best. but not, but not that it's like a, in a bad way. But they're just like when you're new to it. You maybe don't know how to react. Right, you have yeah. to like learn it. And like most guys are like, but I love it now. But like, it's its own thing. I like, I remember having almost never experienced it. Wait, uh, in high school. Tasting pussy or having someone go down on you? <laughs> both. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, both okay, of those okay. things. And like someone going down on me was so unusual and it made me feel really nervous. Like I, because I felt gross. Like Same. I felt like, why would they want to be down there? Mm-hmm. Like because of all the things that I'd heard people say. Yeah. Uh, and and also worried about like, do I smell like fish? Yes. And like, like my own girlfriends were like, oh, I would never let a guy do that to me. Like that's just gross. And like, yeah. uh, you know, so even, so then when I had like, Oh my god, my husband like he fucking loves it. Like he basically asks for it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like and and it's still like funny for me still to get used to it where I'm like maybe I should shower and he's like, "Well, maybe, maybe if like, it makes me he's to. like he's like you don't have to, but whatever makes you feel comfortable for me to do it. Like yeah. I'm down. I'm, do- I'm doing it. Though. I mean, and he's so skilled and and it makes me so happy. Shout I mean, out to husbands eh. who are good. There's a reason why we <laughs> we put a ring on it for a reason. We sure did. Came for the dick and stayed Stay for, for it. Pussy eating. <laughs> but like it's true. I uh, you were going to tell us about your first time. Uh, oh, having sex with yeah. the guy with yes. the same guy who is the one who suspect uh, when he uh went down on me. Yeah, I, I mean when you come back to that whole idea of like shame around sex and bodies, I felt like my first time was a lot of that coming up for me because it's like, I had gone to, you know, sex. I didn't go to any sort of school where like they weren't talking about sex at a lot of my, my, they did. And then in an open way, in a positive way, a lot of my friends were having sex already. Like, you know, so there, I never got from like my mom or anyone like that. I should be ashamed, but it was a lot of pressure. Like, you know, you should wait. Your first time should be special. Like this kind of thing. 
And so I had waited till I was 16, which is the time I felt like I should wait till, which compared to Sweden is old since they'd be losing it like I 13, know. 14 here, Ew. if not younger. Oh my God, is that true? Yeah, which I, I don't think I would have been mentally prepared for sex at that age, but we can talk um, about that. We'll get a Swedish, a Swedish guest on here to talk about more about that. But yeah, that's very common. I've even heard 12. Um, oh my goodness. But uh, oh my so God. I felt 16 was right for me and I was in a relationship and I was in love and I had gone to Planned Parenthood because I can get uh, birth control without... Uh, permission. permission for my parents right like you would have to go into your insurance and then i had con- i had used a condom everything but so anyway it's our first time and like he was well endowed i now realize that maybe i should have you know picked a shorter skinnier guy or something yeah, yeah did he you was, say like an x magnum yeah or he was using shit? a magnum, oh my a magnum God. uh and he needed it but anyway oh. so like i remember just like laying there and it was like you know it took like 30 minutes of like okay go 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 nope stop Go, 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 stop. Uh, and finally he was in and like we had sex. And then afterwards, I just started crying, Kevin. Oh my God. And he, it really freaked him out, because Aww. which I can imagine because it was also his first time too. And like he did love me and care about me. And he was just like, like, are you okay? Aww. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know why. Like, and like he was like, maybe you should like take a shower, you know, because there's like blood or whatever. Like, go do that. And then like, while I was in the shower, he like wrote me this really nice note, like, because he had to like leave, uh, whatever, because we were, we were having sex on our free period of uh, school. So he had to like drive go back, back for to class. School. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah. But I was like free for the rest of the day. But anyway, uh, but what it was was like, I suddenly had been overcome with this wave of shame and not from him but from myself from this like internalized narrative from the culture like what had i done Mm -hmm. had i given away something that was un, you know like i could never get back Mm -hmm. was it right Mm -hmm. would my husband future husband not want me because i had had sex like Mm -hmm. all this like real old school Mm -hmm. shit or like i had often been my mom even had said this you know women can tell once you've had sex you're gonna like walk yeah yes. and stuff like that so i was just like okay so also i'm gonna walk back to school and everyone's gonna tell by how i walk that like i'm a whore yes i know that's exactly what it was the, the feeling yeah and it's just like it sucks that that's the first thing that came to my mind oh my god i mean i i think it's funny when we start discussing the whole female virginity thing versus male because also this isn't just even the modern puritan shit like this goes back thousands mm. uh, of years sometimes where we're like yes you shall marry this virgin and yeah, she yeah. will give you sons and yeah. you know it, it's like <laughs> and it that goes is her so whole far worth. back yeah and that is her entire worth um and i had like a completely opposite experience uh i told my mom i was going to be sexually active like and i asked for birth control and she i actually maybe i don't know if i asked for birth control but i think when i told her like i'm 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 interested in having sex i was also 16 yeah. and felt like that was a more acceptable time and and that i thought about it and i chose a partner and all that and uh she was like okay well be safe and i didn't go to planned parenthood um mm. we didn't have a condom uh the, okay. fir- the first time that we had sex we did but then we continued to have sex after that and I ended up getting pregnant Mm. at 16 and had just a horrific experience with uh, an abortion. I mean, the doctors uh, were very there for me. You know, Mm. all the people that were working in Planned Parenthood. uh, Yeah, again, like Planned Parenthood, saving lives, man. And they they took such good care of me Mm. but it was such a shameful experience. And it and once people at school found out about it, 
regardless of how many other girls had been pregnant, because yeah. we don't practice that in this, you know, small city where mm. I grew up in, you know, I mean, people just secretly go have sex and then hope that they don't get pregnant. Mm. And fucking mm. everybody had gone through some kind of, pregnancy you know, scare yeah, pregnancy least. scare, like, you know, and because also it was a very religious community. So mm. it was like no masturbation, no sex, like nothing. Uh, but that's how people get in trouble. You know, yeah. it's like when you're not open about it, then you end up with teen pregnancies and sexually transmitted diseases. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd had chlamydia at mm -hmm. one point and, um, I rem I, it has taken me years of therapy to get, get over, over the shame. And mm -hmm. I mean, I remember telling these dirty, awful secrets. I had an abortion, you know, like to my husband mm -hmm. and, you know, I mean, I look back on it now and he was so compassionate and like mm -hmm. held my hand and was like, Hey, it's okay. You know, like, I'm glad that you told me this. And I feel and like a lot in the U S and maybe this is my own prejudice, but I feel like in those situations, even your partner might be like, well, maybe you shouldn't have told me that. Yes. Like, you know what oh I mean? Oh my God. It was, it was not like, I could feel even if people are like, Oh, uh, well, that sucks. You know, like yeah. they don't even know what to say. And I feel this like shift in energy mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. a shift in, in judgment towards mm -hmm. me. And it's amazing to me, like how, how much was on me and, and like never on him, obviously, never. because he, he would never have to have had taken responsibility for that. Um, even though he was You're also sweet and that open your fucking legs. <sighs> and so like, I, I think that that is incredible to me how much, shame and guilt that we carry around with something that's totally natural and and like i wish that we were a bit more like sweden i mean i it's I when you told me that like 12 year olds were having sex i was a bit like whoa shit like maybe we went too far in the other direction yeah, i mean i have my own but, feelings about the mental pre preparation uh, needed for to enter into sex with someone and i really don't think at 12 it's the of right time of course uh, i agree completely <laughs> but uh yeah but i do i do agree with like the openness and positivity because like i i had an abortion here uh, mm -hmm. I had always been really fastidious about my like birth control because mm -hmm. uh, I was really paranoid about getting pregnant personally because mm -hmm. and I did have access to education mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. and like I knew I wanted to do certain things and it was always like the worst thing that could ever happen to mm -hmm. you is that you would get pregnant because it was almost like you maybe wouldn't get the ab abortion and mm -hmm. then you would have to take care of the kid and like yeah right it was still considered like mm, should you be getting abortions like maybe that's the wrong choice uh but anyway here though i got pregnant with my husband uh, before we got married but like i had just started my master's program oh, and i had switched gosh. over to natural cycles which uh you know what i'm sorry i fucking hate i am sorry but i go in every time i get an ad for natural cycles because you're like the fourth person girl the fourth person to tell me they got pregnant on natural when cycles so I fuck went, you natural yeah, fuck cycles them. uh and also like but like when i was going to get i had an iud like a spiritual in and i went to the bar in Morska, the midwife uh, to have her take it out because i was like you know what i've been on hormonal birth control my whole life i actually don't know what the I'm like off like, it. Yeah, and, what yeah. it's like off. So I want to know. Right. And I was like, you know, um, interested in that, even though I had never personally had like mood or physical effects from hormonal birth control, really. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so the barn marsh, she literally begged me. She's like, please. And this is back in 20, like 2018. Yeah. She was like, please, please, please 
reconsider doing this. I have sent so many girls for abortions to Sudhukhuset, which is the main hospital here in the south yeah. of Stockholm, for abortions because of this. And I was like, no, I'm really responsible. I really follow rules. You know, I always just take my pill at the same time. <laughs> right. Like, it's going to work for me. And, like, the thing is, at the time, they've changed some things now, which, so I can't speak to the new things. But at the time, it was just the app and the thermometer. And the thing about it is, sure the algorithm works but you have to be perfect you need to take your temperature at the same time every day before you like get up from the bed and if you have drunk before mm -hmm. if you've gone to sleep later mm -hmm. like certain things it will mess up the reading so like it was like giving me these like really weird readings and like then we we're kind of like a bit confused i don't know it just didn't work for us and then i got pregnant which like within a few months and it was actually really traumatic when we had the abortion because of the fact that like i was with someone who i did want to have kids mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. and i just i felt so grateful that i had access to do the abortion but i also felt very sad that i felt that i had to because mm -hmm. you know we we don't know who that would have been mm -hmm. and like it is a sadness that we still have but i'm like super pro choice and i'm glad that i had the availability of an abortion for free mm -hmm. easily accessible the best care even though i got the pill abortion which mm. was really painful super yeah, horrible i've heard of, i've heard that uh if <laughs> i don't zero out of ten stars don't recommend <laughs> it's I horrible it looks like fucking you know the that. doors opening up on the shining with oh. all the blood that's what it's like for like for like a whole evening of you crying oh on the toilet while like you're, yeah it's horrible. Well, let me I mean I had the medical abortion yeah. which is supposed to give you a much uh quicker recovery time. Yeah. You recover within like two two days. It took or me a something month like to recover. Yeah, I've heard about yeah. that. I've heard these stories and it kind of like you know, because that also because of the trauma being like 16 yeah. and, and my parents were so ashamed of me. You know, my my dad never I don't think we've ever spoken about this, mm. but my mom was so ashamed of me that she like dropped me out off. She, at, didn't, come she didn't come in. So were I was alone. I was alone. Yeah, oh, I was. Yeah, I was really, really, really. And my mom and I have spoken about it several yeah. times and she feels really, really guilty. So, mm. um, you know, we we moved past it. But uh, the the medical was at the time something so dramatic dramatic yeah like because of the insertion of tools yeah and like, you know yeah. actually physically feeling something being removed but you know in the end I've, I've heard so many horror stories like about the the blood gates opening and like how painful it is and yeah. you know so i mean you want to know something kind of funny and a very <laughs> yeah subject. i also have something uh, funny uh i actually ended up getting diaper rash and i had to you buy did? diaper rash cream uh because i had to wear oh a pad God. every single day for a month because it was just like continuously oh no. bleeding and so i was Your just like poor vagina i know i was like i was like i have diaper rash i am oh fucking my God. 29 or whatever i was like it was just that was just like a funny side we thing. should we should like start a business for like the most comfortable diaper <laughs> that women can wear while they're bleeding because i've also had like abortion. these yeah like or whatever medical things that yeah, make yeah. our vaginas do what they do but when you know they're those bleeding period panties, though i guess it would work i actually i've been using the period panties and let me just say like i still can't get over the ick of like you know squeezing <laughs> the blood from my you know panties what? i don't get a period so like i have i want to go back to that i'm gonna get remove that spiral fucking back in i have well i have a uh a stock. Okay, i have yeah, an yeah. implant and the birth control i was taking before it took my period away and i, I just keep it. thinking about how much i want that back i feel like, like a so. man i just go I through life 
I never have to worry about. When girls say they're on their period, I'm like, sounds like it sucks. Right? (laughs) I was on my period for like two months when I was going through uh, trying to get pregnant. And like, my girlfriends had zero patience for me because I was like, it's so hard. I feel terrible. Is this what it's like? Because I hadn't had a period at that point for like seven years before. So I totally forgot. And they were just like, yeah, we go go through this every month. I was like, it sucks. I hate it. Okay. Hilarious story. Uh, Actually sad. Uh, We, so Leo and I, my my husband and I thought we also got pregnant um, Mm -hmm. when we were 21, 22, Mm -hmm. 23 or whatever. And so we were like oh shit we are not ready for this no and um so i go to the shop and i take a bunch of pregnancy tests just to make sure and i make an appointment at uh, planned parenthood to get an abortion and they go okay like how far along are you and i said i'm not sure but i i know that i'm pregnant and yeah. they're like okay well let's do it and so leo comes with me and um we go in there together and they're gonna look and see where the embryo is yeah. And with like, the wand. With the wand. The wand. Yeah, yeah. The Harry Potter then, wand. Yeah, they stick they... up your snatch. <laughs> Wingardium. No. Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> and um, fuck you, Hermione. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so fucking Hermione's up there with the wand, and they're like, "You're not pregnant." Oh. And I was like, "Really? Huh?" And like the night before. Wait, what did you just have sex without a condom? Because you're like, I'm already pregnant. Is that what you did? <laughs> and she's like, Well, I might be now. Yes, Give and, me three and, weeks. And I was like, I was like, huh? Like, how did we do that? Like, how did so? It. So this is what happened. Like, baby, come in. Me, this is pregnant. yeah, yeah. Basically, because I was like, we don't know what that's like because he's been like pulling oh, yeah, out or using a out. condom, you know. So we we didn't know. And then we get home, and Leo's like, How did you think you were pregnant? And Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine bought ovulation tests. <laughs> oh no! So you were positive for ovulating, and then you had sex I without was possibly a ovulating. Had sex without a condom. Went to go get an abortion. Wasn't pregnant, and then like oh, I yeah. love that. So, so write that in a TV show. I don't that know. Shit's and then, so like episode. for the next month, I was living in like shit. PTSD. So and I was like so scared. And and I didn't get pregnant Thank and like God. and I think ever since then I'm like is he shooting blanks like <laughs> no but, that, but actually that is a fear of like a, a lot of men and I remember when we decided we like when oh, we did got you test his no we didn't no, no, because okay. like when we had gotten pregnant before Rasmus oh, you knew yeah because well, we knew yeah. it had worked once and so he was like you know silver lining we know it works yeah, and i was right, like yeah right, he's like because yeah. you he's like you spend your whole life trying to fi- like both of you right trying right to prevent it from it so you actually don't know no yeah uh, yeah it's interesting though because uh that whole feeling of like does it work does it work you know oh and uh yeah just on the like last topic of of sex stop rubbing your lips sorry you sound weird <laughs> She needs some lip balm. I do. I get so dry. Uh, but not my pussy. Yeah, I was going to be like, I hope not everywhere. <laughs> I'm actually too wet most of oh, it's, 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 it's a know. problem. I don't know. I'm horny like all the time. I'm horny all the time. Like, Especially Catherine. like the older I get as well. No, but you know like, that's our peak sexuality is like mid-30s. I'm, right. And like I'm insatiable. I wake up <laughs> fucking horny. I want to fuck every day, and yes, I do, do if I have the opportunity. And I still need to and masturbate. And still need to masturbate. Yeah, I and then I, I can understand. actually do two days if my uh, husband was, like, up for it. Because, like, 
I want that D. And like the funny thing is someone mm. told me they're like, you know, you're feeding into it. Like the more you do it, the more you're going to want it. I was like, I don't think it works that way. Right. I think I, I'm just very horny. I also like, do do you watch porn? I, I can partake in porn. I have. We have talked I about dibble dabbled e- Erica in Lust. Yeah. Shout out. To, yeah. Shout out to Erica Lust because like uh, I just think one thing that's really awkward about living here in Sweden sometimes is that even that there is this really like open positivity towards nudity and sex and mm. like you know like having I've heard of parents you know inviting the children to like I say children they're, they're teenagers yeah. you know that they those kids are banging you know yeah, like yeah, in their sleep. house they I mean we sleep ne- over. they let them sleep over that never was allowed door closed me. like my parents didn't let me have a boy in the room with the door, door closed, closed. Like we, that's how ultra conservative. My husband, when I tell him these stories, he's like, oh my God. Like basically he's like, did you live in like a religious cult? I was like, no, no. This, is, like, pretty <laughs> like, this is normal. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, my girlfriends always could sleep over. I could sleep over at their house. My parents were just like happy for me. Yeah. If I was, you know, getting some. Yeah. And that that's, that's uh, such a different world. But, and, and I don't know. I think it is a balancing act a little yeah. bit of being like, because I would I mean, also I don't want think... like gangbangs in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's what I'm afraid of. It's like, yes, please, everyone come over. Oh, not everyone. <laughs> yes. um, you know, it's uh, because well, it's a I... lot of guys, and just you. <laughs> By the way, that is not my thing. Uh, I've <laughs> I've done two guys at the same time, Have you? and yeah, and I, it's 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 too much. Is I, it? I if it's, it's something not... that I've been interested in, but like I've always been worried that I would be like disrespectful in that space like because i i'm where I, I don't want them to treat me like a like a like, object yes two, yeah you know like, a, I mean? like like a, a slab of meat yeah that's just, if, I'm, yeah. if they're all about like pleasuring me that's that's I mean, cool but like in in those in that context like they they were trying to pleasure me yeah. but it was also just too much, too much. Yeah, like where they that. where there was so much attention on on me and and on them it, it, it maybe needed a break i yeah a little bit and like that i also couldn't handle like the the two dicks <laughs> like at the <laughs> you're like ah! <laughs> <laughs> we both did <laughs> It's too, much. it's too much but some things are better as like fantasies you know i think you should try I mean, anything legal like once a hundred percent to know like did i ever tell you about the time this is off topic but like the biggest dick I ever did it was Have passed the magnum guy like oh yeah this guy he was like the side like i'm holding up like my forearm i don't believe the, you aaron i am so show serious. me a picture the, I, I didn't have a picture of this, but it's like it's very tall, skinny uh, gentleman, which is like dude typically. Dude. Uh, and it was v- like when I saw it, I was like, "The fuck am I supposed to do with that?" But I was young and dumb, and I was just like, "Well, you should try anything once." Right. So we did have sex, and uh, when we finished, first of all, it was just it was very uncomfortable. Like it was just like it was too too much and like when we finished i went to go pee being a good girl i am you know you right pee yeah always pee after always pee after yeah. prevent those utis mm. it burned like <gasps> hell oh my like, god like it hurt so bad and i was like what happened so i actually went to the doctor uh had my you school. been split yeah he tore me <gasps> oh and my literally god. my shout out to my wonderful like nigerian nurse she was so fucking funny she was like she's like I have, you know, six kids and this looks like when I gave birth to like my like son. son blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she literally told me in a medical, like a medical setting, stop having sex with horse dick men. 
<laughs> that was her medical advice and she was like and it's it's not enough that we can sew anything back but you just gotta put the salve on it and let it heal and i will tell you it hurt so bad for like um like a week every oh time my I peed, god i would try to like aim, aim in a way that it nothing like came because oh it was just my like, god it was like acid sorry this wow. is so tmi no i'm really into it but i mean so, this is the kind of open sexuality that i'm, I'm looking thing. for yeah but also like it's a, a little bit of an immaturity because it's, i think with anything like very big that you're gonna try to put into something you should properly like prime yeah. the pump right yep. you have uh -huh. to like get things relaxed and warm and like i think i just like jumped right in a little uh preliminarily before we say our favorite things erica lust is one of our favorite things absolutely week. check out her work pay for it yes because when we pay for good ethical porn we support healthy sex work it's like 110 or 120 kroner a month if you something. can't afford 120 kroner a month you have bigger problems i mean i feel like if if i'm paying that much for netflix then uh, like, you pay why that much I... in stockholm for a fucking beer that is so fucking true that it's like okay you just bought yourself one beer yeah <laughs> for a, a, a beer, month of porn uh, yeah for a month of yeah, really good porn super like, legit and also like i love that erica lust gives me the 90s vibes with porn sometimes where it's like it has a little story yeah. and they and they I and they, say, and they the story i always fast oh forward i always fast story. forward no but I like i'll watch like the first two minutes when it's like hi there yeah. you know and my then, husband and then I'm likes like, the story yeah he's like i guess he's I an know. auditory he likes yeah the, the story building and i'm just like just get straight to the banging get to the p and the b baby i'm <laughs> gonna or the, the p and the a or the p between the toes whatever <laughs> we're looking for <laughs> okay i do not co-sign the p between the toes <laughs> yeah! but uh, but okay if we have to think of wrapping this up and having other favorite things are there other favorite sex related things that you want to bring up that you love okay i'm going to be completely honest i have not used a sex toy in maybe 10 years you need to get a satisfier that's what people keep telling me they so said, like it's actually this i saw that and i saw the reviews of women saying i saw god after i used Full this thing body convulsion so this is one thing where i'm like really unknowledgeable i'm really scared and also that you know you don't have to be afraid of the satisfier satisfier baby it's gonna treat you right i and also uh i meant also a little bit that oh, I can't you want one leo after <laughs> no 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 i like also that you know i i need I, I didn't I used to be I used to explore a lot yeah. I used to like really you know enjoy a little bit of bondage mm -hmm. or like you know being spanked yeah. or and and we talked about that in private a little mm -hmm. bit about you know what a weird context of being a feminist and liking yeah. being spanked and yeah, all but that you, but you liked you like to choose to take the submissive well I do I, if I speak for us and I think you agree like the submissive in the bedroom because you're allowed to be in your full dominant self in yeah. your life and so yeah. it's nice to play with the taboos and the extremes right in the bedroom it's yeah. sexy it's natural uh but it is weird to be like choke me but i'm also a feminist <laughs> yeah choke me respectfully with respect yeah yeah choke <laughs> me respectfully please so actually i guess i'm looking for recommendations like this okay. time i'm not sure that i actually because i'm i feel so vanilla and like that i've fallen I'm out not. I'm not extreme, but I will say let's. We're gonna do Erica Lust. This is the first one. We both agree on that. I would say the Satisfier vibrator. Please get one. It's worth it. It's a fun time for Yay. all. And then if I wanted to pick something else sex related, I mean for me, I'm a very much like I'm a girl who likes her presence wrapped. Mm. So I love lingerie. 
Oh, yes. Okay. And my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. lingerie is a brand called Agent Provocateur. Ooh. And they often have, they're expensive, but they often have 70% off sales <gasps> like a couple times a year. And just like sign up for their newsletter and like when it goes off, get in get there. there it's a yeah. lot of like beautiful lace and like fun cutouts and like you know nice like see-through stuff but like well constructed as well like you right. can wear it day to day if you want to Ooh. i can with my aggressive nipples i need like, a little <laughs> bit more padding but i mean i feel like i see myself in that shit and i want to fuck myself and Damn, that's girl. the most important like see this is what i need though like i need to get back and to have it because i loved my i had sex toys but yeah. and i loved them i was friends with them and we, yeah. you know and so like i feel like i need sex toys i need a little lingerie like i can feel that for myself like as much as i'm happy to spice up my marriage yeah, again you, i'm it's, like it's, it's, it's kind of for me because i also like in the stand-up world and like in regular life like i have letting go of so much sexiness mm -hmm. and like even you know i don't know just in daily life i'd like to feel a bit more like Do powerful it. and sexy start so. with your clit <laughs> Can we actually name this Start With Your Clit? Yes! <laughs> we can name No, that Variety, variety of, bush, of Bush. Variety of Bush is too good. Okay, everybody. But thank you so much for listening to Love.com. We love you, but like in an L.A. way. But like in an L.A. way. Bye. Bye. See you later, I guess. Don't ghost me.